0: welcome to the right mind a podcast for writers who want to up their game build a brand and empower themselves to not only be a better writer but a better happier human being i'm your host alicia kirkhart best-selling author and creative entrepreneur I am driven to helping writers at every stage in their career, whether you're a New York Times bestseller, just starting out, or if, like me, you're a wife and a mommy who juggles a full-time job and your kid's soccer schedule, all while working to grow your author platform. I want to help you unleash the writer within and soar to your full potential. So let's do it. Hey, you guys, welcome back to the Right Mind Podcast. This is episode two. As you know, my name is Alicia Kirkhart. I am a best selling author of five published novels. With two on the way, that's right, I do have two coming this year. This is a first for me. I have never published two novels in one year. I've always published just one. But this year I will have two, one at the end of June and one in October. The one at the end of June is the third book in the Cymbalin Series Quartet. It is a young adult fantasy romance series. And the second is a contemporary adult romance novel that will be coming out in october that is a story i've always wanted to write i can't give too much away about it because i'm kind of keeping under wraps keeping it to myself for just a little bit longer hope you guys don't mind but um yeah it's pretty exciting what i want to talk to you about today is new story brain and if you don't know what that is if you're a new writer it's when you're in the middle of a work in progress and all of a sudden a new shiny story comes to mind and you're like oh That's so great. And you start thinking of all these parts of it, and you see faces, and you hear dialogue, and you see beautiful scenery, and you see the plot playing out, and you see secondary characters and tertiary characters. And before you know it, this world is developing in your mind while you're writing another story that has nothing to do with this one it can be really overwhelming and then you don't know what to do you don't know should I stop what I'm writing now and pay attention to this one but the problem with stopping the story that you're writing now is that if you do that every time you get new story brain, you'll never finish anything. You know, I say this all the time. I'll get a new story, usually around chapter 15 of whatever I'm working on. It happens every time. I have now written seven novels. Through every novel around chapter 15, I get new story brain. And it can happen at any time. Story ideas are spur of the moment. You know, you're, you could be stopped at a red light, staring off into the distance saying, Oh, look at that pretty big field. And this actually happened to me. Uh, my husband and I were traveling to Natchitoches, which is... Um, a gorgeous town in Louisiana is actually where Still Magnolias was filmed. So if you've watched Still Magnolias and you see like especially the Easter egg hunt toward the end of the movie, um, that's Natchitoches. And so we were headed there and so we're traveling and I'm just kind of looking out the window. We're listening to music and I see this beautiful, beautiful field out in the distance. And all of a sudden I thought, I wonder who works that field. I wonder how long it's been there. I wonder if it's really old. I wonder if there's a big monstrous house behind it. And what if the daughter of the rich man who owns the property fell in love with the servant boy who works the field? And literally, that's how the concept for my historical novel, Return to Me, sprung to mind. That ended up being an entire novel. I love that story. But it came to me as we were driving. And, of course, I was in the middle of writing another book. So... There are a few tips I have uh, when that happens, when you get New story brain, just so you don't get caught up in it and you don't allow it to take over and stop you from finishing what you're working on right now. One of the first things I do is I make a a Pinterest board. I love Pinterest. Um, You know, if the characters and the scenery are in my head, I give them visual birth by permitting them their own private section. You know, it's kinda like there, okay. You're you're kind of alive and breathing. Sit there now while I go work on something else. So and then so when the new story starts coming into my mind, I'll go back to that board and I'll look up new stuff. I may look up scenery, I may look up whatever the male I think the male character looks like, the female character. It just depends, you know, and I just, just keep filling it up and I and so You know, when I come back to actually write the story, I can go to that board and refresh my memory. So Pinterest boards are great for that. The pictures, I'm a very visual person anyway. I always have faces to help me. They actually go with my character. So that's a whole nother episode. We can talk about who I picture, who I would cast in the movie version of all my books. Dreamcast. Um, The second is to start a playlist. I know a lot of people... Um, I've come to find out actually don't write to music. They don't make playlists. Music doesn't really inspire them to write. And I mean, you know, everybody has their own methods, but music plays a really, really big part in my writing process. So, So I have a soundtrack to every single book that I've written. I listen to it sometimes. I can go back and listen to especially the older ones. And it brings back such great memories. It's like, you know, you were there walking alongside those characters and that music takes you back to those moments. But if I hear a song and it makes me think about a new story, I add it to the playlist. So along with the Pinterest board, I kind of have a little playlist in progress. And, you know, again, when I am finish whatever I'm working on now and I go back to that playlist, it'll kind of start sparking the memories of that beautiful brand new story. The third thing I do is create a rough outline. Now, I, the only time that I do this is if the story absolutely will not let loose because you know, I don't want anything that I'm thinking of in a news story to bleed into the one that I'm writing right now so I'll do a rough outline and I just just kind of jot some ideas now I just do bullet points and whatever I kind of kind of like a purge I purge out whatever I'm thinking if it's dialogue if it's the way a character looks characteristics Um, mannerisms even little patches of scenery or just like ideas or things i'm like this would be a cool idea for a scene i'll jot it down i'll do a bullet point you know who are the players how old are they um what's the hero's goal what's the heroine's goal sometimes that's a little deep when you start talking about goal motivation conflict again a whole nother episode that's gonna be a good one goal motivation conflict by uh, Deborah Dixon. If you don't have that book, look it up. It is a great self-help book, and I'm one of these people who doesn't believe, I'm a writer who doesn't really believe in self-help books for writers, but I do have a few on my shelf, and hers is one of them. The fourth tip I have is to write down what is clear. This kind of goes back to the third one. This could be a paragraph of exposition, a patch of dialogue. If it's something I don't want to forget, I get it onto paper, but I don't create as if the story is my main work in progress that's the big thing I don't concentrate on it like I do what I'm working on now the past couple of new story brains I had actually came to me in dreams and the symbolic series as you know if you've read the story and you've read the what I wrote in the beginning before I even start the story I explained that that the the idea for that story came to my mind in a dream I woke up and um I had dreamt of a young girl who was taken from a carnival, and when she wakes up, she's in the belly of a huge sequoia tree um, that's been gutted out into, like, pathways and everything underneath the ground. Um, And I dreamt of a fawn standing over her, like a mythological pan fawn. And mythology wasn't anything I really gave much thought to. I think it's fascinating, but I didn't really think about it or anything. So it was a big deal that I actually had a dream like this, woke up and went, oh my goodness, and I started writing. So yeah, that's just kind of how it happens. Um, I've dreamt a couple of times. And if I have a dream like that, that's that vivid that I think this could become a story, I always get up, I write it down as much as I can. Sort of just like pouring into a diary or something, you know, and then I tell my critique partner about it. I talk it over with her and see what she thinks. But I don't let it go too far. It's important to not let the new story take over your right, your work in progress. Here's the exception, because there's always an exception. One thing you learn if you work in the law is that there's an exception to everything. So the exception to the new story rule is this: always go with your gut. My mother taught me from a young age to trust your gut feeling. That's there for a reason. So if your gut tells you that this is big, this is huge, I need to go with the new story. Then trust it. Go with it do what your soul is leading you to do. I totally believe in that. I think that if you're a writer, there is something deep inside of you that needs to get out and it's repetitive. It just, it keeps going and going and going. And, you know, I know that we all worry if, what if I can't think of another story? What if I never come up with another story? But it doesn't happen because you are a writer, you are a creator, and this is what you were made to do. That's, it's as simple as that. So new stories are always going to come to you. You're, something's always going to spark your imagination. So if new story brain comes on and it's taking over, you're weighing your work in progress. and But this new story, you think you have this gut feeling about it, take off with it. But again know that you, are all, you will always be able to come up with stories. But if one hits your mind, nurture it in a way that will put it all together so you don't forget it. Don't let it take over. So that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to wish all of you a wonderful week in writing and in life, as always. Remember, I have freebies available for you to download on my website, www.alysiakirkhart.com, a character worksheet as well as a working outline targeted toward the writer who writes by the seat of her pants. You can also connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for daily inspiration and writing advice. If you liked today's episode, I'd love it if you left a rating and a review on iTunes. Remember to stay focused, stay awesome, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.